welcome to Bunta Vista, episode 229. And here we are in Santa's workshop. Just over here, we have one naughty little Elfie. He's wearing one of those little bell hats with a merry tone that so pleases Father Christmas. <laughs> He's opening and reading from a pile of letters. Everything misspelled, cursing classroom after classroom of idiot children. He's throwing all the letters in the fire as he reads the words, Dear Santa, can I please have Bored Ape NFTs? <laughs> Theo, what is it about NFTs that so capture the minds of children who have a completely flat back of the head? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. They have a medical condition. It is severely uh, debilitating to their ability to, to think about things and... Um, that's why they like stupid little pictures of, of apes that cost $400,000, a thing that children have. Um, just got to row back slightly as well. I don't like the tone of this segment. <laughs> I don't know. current. There's something there. But I'm interested to see where it goes. Oh. Anyway, I hope these kids are miserable. They're not getting what they want. <laughs> Down the production line, there's one sexy, sultry minx in a red velvet dress, leaving very little to the imagination. Bent over her lap is Jeffrey Bezos, and she's spanking his bare butt, trying to teach him the true meaning of Christmas. Mrs. Ben, what is the true meaning of Christmas? I have so many questions to really just get the context of this correct. So in this, I'm a sort of Mrs. Claus figure, but my yeah. name has remained the same. Well, I didn't know how to like. I don't know how to say, like, put your name in. Am I still Santa's wife? Andrew might have wife? thought that I was directing this at him. Um, <sighs> you're still Santa's wife or okay. mistress. Right. Both. Uh, how did Jeff, Jeff, Jeffy B, Jeff Bezos come hmm. here? On... So this is Santa's workshop, but it's also like a hell of sorts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sorry, I should have picked up on that in. It was implied, I assume. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, the true meaning of Christmas um, is that uh, you should tell your employees not to have their phones on them while they're at work and then they might miss mm. um, emergency tornado alerts. Well, people uh, got to get uh, their packages. People have got to get their packages. For Christmas. Yeah, that's for the, the real kids. emergency. Yeah. Oh, Christmas is cancelled. That's right. I read an update on that the story we did recently about the the guy who um, threw a bunch of packages into a ravine because uh, yeah. he just didn't want to mm -hmm. deliver them. Yeah, really throwing the book at that guy, and uh, mm. I don't agree with him. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't give a shit about your packages. Fuck your packages. Who cares? You bought some shit Fuck off em. Amazon. Fuck you. Straight from the mouth of the sexy Mrs. Ben. Fuck yeah. your packages. Yeah. Said that in such a Look sexy at these way. Huge Christmassy jugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the like Schwarzenegger peck thing with them right now. Pretty Ooh. cool. You did a great great job of shaving your legs. You got like behind behind the knees and everything. Like a real yeah. pro. The knee don't, pit. Don't talk to your wife that way. Oh no. And there's Santa himself. Andrew, the big dog. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Andrew to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> Santa, what are all the kids crazy about this year? Uh, I don't know. Like it's it's tricky. I've been trying to come up with new toy innovations because I want another one of those Christmases, like with the hoverboards. You know, mm. Mm -hmm. remember the hoverboards, and you could just like uh, search Twitter and just find 
like 6,000 posts that said, Dad had to go on the hoverboard. That's very funny. <laughs> and the next tweet is taking Dad to the emergency room. With Everyone his... recalls the <laughs> Uncle Killer 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> taking, taking Dad to the hospital for his exploded wrist. <laughs> I don't think I remember this. What's oh, the hoverboard? It was, it was so an good. amazing time. You know the 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 stupid hoverboards, the little the two wheels, they don't the little, little flat platform. Let's just they say don't that hover up top. Yeah, yeah. Oh. they right. they roll because they are a bewheeled item. Right. Uh, and but it's it's like the you know little little tiny close to the ground version of like a Segway, where you make oh, it go by like okay. yeah, you make it go by like leaning forward a yeah. bit and make it stop by leaning back. Mm. And uh, if you put a middle-aged person onto them, they lean <laughs> yeah. forward a bit, and then they go way too fast, and then they lean back, and it just shoots out from under them. And they, they do have a what... little little sensor in them where they go, yeah. "Oh, wait a second! This person owns the collected works of the Eagles. I'm yeah. going to send them flying out of a second-story window." <laughs> Engage crazy mode. Engage crazy mode. They also like caught them off. fire and exploded a ton as well because people were making oh. like cheap knockoffs of them that were. Weirdly mm. volatile. <laughs> and back then, we could have made a, uh, a Samsung Note joke about that. You know, what was but it? The galaxies now. that were exploding. Samsung not... Galaxy Note Seven, I believe. Oh, there you go. The, uh, oh. Is that how they were powering those hoverboards? Yeah. The nice. Samsung Galaxy yeah. Note Seven must have been inside those hoverboards. That name just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> also, that one Dell laptop that uh, had the exploding problem as well. Everyone oh, remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check out um, whatever time that was from and whatever object I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so to answer your question, I'm I'm really I have been slaving away in here along mm. with my actual slaves, the elves. Yeah. Uh, Please don't been... call me that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a. Don't, like a, don't make me put, put you over Mrs. Ben's knee again. It's a okay? sex slave situation, but like a, not, a, not one of those ones that's a crime, but like a, it's a kink thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All I'm saying is you have to spend like 20, 20 days of November getting your bottom painted bright pink, getting your, your, your back porch painted red by Mrs. Ben. Yeah. And you don't want to be back there so soon. That's all I'm saying. Mm. You don't Unless want to do. be back there so soon. And then in January, I go in the hole. Mm. <laughs> the sweet, some sweet peace. <laughs> a, a, month get some of, whole time. a month of dark silence. <laughs> sweet relief until it all starts up again. Yeah, just thinking about chilling, all, chilling out in my hole. <laughs> what are you planning to do for the next 10 months? Oh, elf hole. Elf mm-hmm. hole. Mm. Yeah, elf hole probably. I'm supposed to be elf holing. Boxing day, <laughs> I'm out there. Ho, ho, ho. Great job this year, everybody. Time to open the hole. <laughs> Start pulling Kick on one him of those. In there. Yeah, one of those big, <laughs> one of those big pulleys. Hole floors opening up like a Bond villain's lair. Joyful cries from the elves as they tumble in. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm just trying to invent something really that's that's going to equal that wave of uh, like Uncle Wrist destruction of those glory days. You know. Mm. Uh, and back to the days of, say, lawn darts and such. Big, sharp yeah. objects you meant to mm. throw into the sky and then look up for, you know? But you, you do really want it specifically to be something that's essentially for the children but will injure the parents. Like, lawn darts, kids will fuck themselves up with. Mm. You want something that involves the phrase, oh, let your Uncle Ken have a go on that. Yeah, and you, then want so- you want something where Christmas, Christmas lunch, Christmas lunch, uh, 
Uncle Kev is three beers in, maybe mm. four, and he has a look at it. He's like, oh, I reckon I, I, reckon I could. Yeah. Give yeah. Uncle Kev a go. He's had two tallies of Cooper's best extra stout, and he's ready to try Beat Saber, and then he's punched a <laughs> hole in your 60-inch TV. <laughs> do, um, like, so, do other countries have the uncles. Australian... <laughs> do other, do other countries uncles? have uncles? Not the Australian sense of the word. I don't think they do, no. Yeah. It's just like that Sting song, do the Russians love their uncles too? <laughs> do the Russians fear their uncles too? Oh, so like Australia, I think, has a bit of a, a, bit of a drinking on Christmas Day culture, right? Yeah. Mm. A bit of a, that's, that's, that's the deal for a lot of families out there. It's like Christmas morning, you have your presents, have your breakfast. And then you open a beer at... Yeah. Roughly 10 a.m. Yeah. You've gone into the garage at 7.30 in the morning and you've <laughs> opened the first of four cases of Coopers. Yeah. Although, if it's um, if it's Christmas Day, you might have lashed out and got the crownies. Yeah, no, you, got crown. you, got, you got crown. You got Stella. You got crown. You got one of the two. It's Maybe not, some it Heineken. wouldn't be Christmas without the crownies. It wouldn't be Christmas without that shiny gold label. And that's how you know it's good. That's mm. right. And someone got a bottle of Chivas Regal, which is the fanciest whiskey you can get. <laughs> that's true. It's the best one. <laughs> oh, it's Christmas time in Australia. Mm. Yep. I do wonder... Um, like, I get the sense that Americans get drunk more for maybe, like, Thanksgiving, so you can shout more, more like, forcefully at your family. Yeah, I think that's what the problem is. That sounds like the family yelling holiday in America. They love that yeah. one so yeah. much. Yeah. They get, love yelling. Get ready to yell at your family. The, the pandemic's... We can, we can travel again. It's time to scream time at your Time to relatives. see your family again. <laughs> <laughs> Arm yourself with the appropriate argument facts. But I'm wondering, what is what is the British Christmas Day culture? Are oh. they are they getting on the pints early? Well, well it's got to be like, miserable. Because my family's British, we don't really have Christmas Day. It's all Christmas Eve. It's like oh. Christmas Eve dinner. I don't know if that's, that's a not common even one. Christmas. But I, there's no, definitely I'm, alcohol involved. I'm a huge proponent of a Christmas Eve dinner. That's the most magical night of the year, mm. as far as I'm fucking I concerned. I agree. I agree. Very interesting. What Christmas Day? You're just ready for it to all be over? Oh no, Christmas Day is like. Exactly the same, but it's in the daytime. So you have a magical evening with a couple of roasts, mm. Christmas Eve. You get very drunk, you fall asleep watching your $9.99 JB Hi-Fi Blu-ray copy of Die Hard. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up the next day and at 7.30, you go into the extra fridge in the garage. And then you mm. start drinking heavily. And then you eat Got leftover one, meat. Yeah, the leftovers, yeah. one roast, cold roast sandwich every roll. half hour for the yep. next 18 hours. Yeah, yep. that's it. That's Fuck. The, that's and that's just going to lead you straight into the Boxing Day test. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been like somewhere in between a perfect state of wakefulness and sleep. Mm. Am I awake? For 48 hours. Am I dreaming? Did I just dream (laughs) that those runs were scored? No idea. How did this beer get in my hand? I have no, I have no idea. Did I astral project into the garage? (laughs) No idea. I feel like your recliners never get, never get used like they do on... Christmas Day afternoon around two thirty. Yeah, those that feet, foot rest is getting flicked up, yeah. like slightly too fast. One of the You're most on, horizontal oh, thing, days of the this year. This thing actually goes back, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's about fifteen degrees of arc that I never knew that this chair had. Oh, my neighbor's just got a big motorized recliner couch. 
Oh, fancy. Yep. Yep. Like, you're friends with your neighbours, which is how you know this. Yep. It's not like you've been peeping through the windows. You can hear it. What's this? ruining the podcast. <laughs> Stop recording. I'm recording my podcast. <laughs> yeah, they are, they're just watching TV and they hear a muffled, is that a new couch? <laughs> <laughs> then a frantic scrambling as I realise I've said it out loud. Oh, in their crawl space. In the room. <laughs> So, um, look, if you are a listener of this show and you are British, let me start off by saying I do not approve. Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm sorry for your loss. You know, it's a lottery where you're born on this earth mm-hmm. and you're fucked uh, up. Unless you're one of those many Australians who moved to England? Very odd. It's crazy. I'm an expat. My family no, moved not. to you're get away fuckwit. from there. Why would Smart. you, you know, you can leave. Yep. Hit Mine the bricks. Too. So, uh, if you are a British person who also celebrates Christmas, feel free to write into mailbag Let us know mm. what's the deal. What are you guys what's getting up to over Christmas? there? Yeah, what are you eating? How you got early a, you got a do boiled you... turkey? Yeah, you got a boiled sausage. <laughs> <laughs> when you crack into the boiled figs, the boiled figs. Yeah, <laughs> they have the uh, they have like the the British fire department over there <laughs> doing those demonstrations. <laughs> Don't, don't lower your turkey into the water too fast or you might get scalded <laughs> into the big bathtub. <laughs> oh, boy. Right in the mailbag at puntavista.com. Let us know what your deal is. How early are you opening the big tin of kippers on Christmas morning? Mm. You know? Do you leave some kippers out for Santa the night before? What temperature is that beer? We talking 25? Mm. We talking 28? Yeah, 26. 26. Anything in the 25 to 28 degree range. Yeah. Inclusive. Anything approaching body warmth. Yeah. When you when you're having Christmas and you want to like, you know, you want to make it fancy, want to make it a bit special and um I find a great British way to do that is to have like a bain-marie uh <laughs> over the heat mm. with the tray just full of beer and a ladle yep. in it so you can get it yourself, you know? Some nothing. wet eggs in there. <laughs> there's nothing. There's, there's nothing like seeing the the waft of steam coming off the big pan of hot beer on Christmas Day in England. <laughs> you know. So I guess, uh, short of getting that kind of information, the only thing that we can do is continue to glean our vague understanding. Mm. Of the Brits. Speculate uh, wildly. Speculate yeah. wildly. And, and we have to try and absorb aspects of the British psyche that are available to us through the media. And that, of course, leads us to the segment, Tabloid Phenomenon. This headed man destroys church. There you go. Can I just say, as a... As an alternate segue there, mm-hmm. if if you'll allow it. Well, I, th- I think ideally what oh, we should do is... Oh, you're waiting for approval? I, I was <laughs> literally waiting for you to approve it, yes. Ideally, like, if we could have both uh, segues and then maybe you could just cut two alternate versions of the episode together. Maybe A-B test them with the audience. And oh, see that's how they a good go idea. Out, you know? Yeah, the Pornhub approach. Yeah, but let's hear it. Uh, well, much like uh, plants do... With photosynthesis, uh, we will have to absorb what we need from the sun. (laughs) This is, of course, the tabloid newspaper. The sun. The sun. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, Uh uh... So, that's one so, to just just chew on at home. That's a little. That's a thinker. You'll get that's that one thinker. tomorrow. People with uh, people with like the the pictures up on the wall, the pieces of string running between the pins. 
What, what did he mean? He's crashing your car on the M3 because you've just suddenly figured it out and oh. it dazzled you. Uh, so, yeah, we like to delve into the British tabloids and figure out what kind of freak shit is going on over there at the moment. So, as Ben said in a beautiful alternate segue. Oh, thank you so much. This is from The Sun. I spent £85 on a Grinch visit only for him to trash me out and pour a bottle of juice on my son. (laughs) 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 I would like to note that juice is all caps. Yeah, that's the similar to the Daily Mail house style where one word is capitalised for uh, emphasis. Beautiful. Bottle of juice on my son. Bottle of juice. Uh... So I think we'll we'll continue to do this in our now familiar style. <clears throat> a mum was furious after paying eighty-five pounds for a quote Grinch end quote experience that left her house totally trashed. Laura McGill said she was quote disgusted by the experience after the quote Grinch smashed eggs on her floor, covering the kitchen tiles in fairy liquid, <laughs> and poured all caps juice. On her son. I'm so, I'm I'm still yet to see the problem. Yep. So far, you so good. You got what yep. you paid for. You, yep. You bought tickets to the Grinch show. Uh, hey, lady, the Grinch is pretty fucked up. Um, let me explain <laughs> it to you. He's a who who hates Christmas. Uh, it doesn't get any crazier than that. Don't invite yeah. him into your home. Yeah, I uh, I hired someone with a fucking white hot hatred of Christmas to come around to my house and celebrate it with yeah, me on Christmas, and he didn't seem like he was into it. How else can I explain this to you? Um, picture a guy who hates things that are good and loves things that are bad. You paid him to come into your home. Are you crazy? Are you fucking crazy? I paid the Joker to come around, but I wasn't laughing. You know, mm. absurd. He was though. <laughs> he really is the, the crown prince of Christmas crime. Oh. The Grinch? That's true. He could well be. <laughs> as, far, as far as we know, the Joker could be. I haven't be. checked the records yet. <laughs> yeah. Look, in fairness, I'm sure that there are approximately 800 issues of Batman comics which feature the Joker getting up to shit at Christmas time. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, I can tell you now, without looking into it any further than that. Yeah. So, um, Lucy has had to step mm. away briefly, but she's back now, and I mm. want her to know... What do you want me to know? ...that we're talking about British people who hired a Grinch who came around and then started fucking up their house, smashing <laughs> eggs on the floor, and pouring dish soap everywhere. Ah, oh, that's so good. Like, what did you what did you want to pay for? Yeah. Right? That's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's okay. the Grinch! Often answered. She wrote on Facebook, quote, So, paid £85 for Grinch visit... Advertises the Grinch to come in, mess the kids' bed, have pillow fights, put toilet roll around the Christmas tree, and pictures at the end. Laura goes on. Versus what I got, every single bit of party food, expensive cupcakes thrown all over the floor, tree decorations broke, fairy liquid poured on me kitchen floor, eggs smashed, a full bottle of juice poured over my floor, and sun. (laughs) And my son. Now, interestingly, <laughs> Laura has chosen to capitalise the word sun and not the word juice. Oh. Oh, so she's at odds with the sun editorial team on that one. Mm. Mm. Oh, she's seen the style guide. <laughs> Kids' new onesie ruined. 
highly do not recommend. <laughs> that's <laughs> a weird that? phrasing. What did you say? 85 pounds? Is that right? 85 pounds. That's right. Which that is, is about like 7,000. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a... Uh, I'm not sure about the phrasing for that as a review. It comes highly not recommended. <laughs> highly do not recommend it yeah. from me personally. <laughs> Emailed and complained. No reply. Uh, yeah, it's because yeah. he, he got the email at Grinch headquarters and everybody yeah. read it and said, good job, Mr. Grinch. Yeah, yeah here's the promotion. You're a great Grinch. On Mount... Um, fuck. What's he... Anyone? Mount know? Grinchmore? I don't no. Know. Mount. Oh, the, the mountain he lives on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I thought you were suggesting a world in which, like, uh, the Grinch community has their own Mount Rushmore-style monument to the best Grinches. <laughs> well, the Grinch would be probably he'd be one of the four on for one. sure. Yeah. He'd be yeah. top four, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll leave you to do a bit of research, think that over. The where mm. the Grinch lives. Yeah. You know, is there any islands on Little Saint James? <laughs> <laughs> Laura continues. The Grinch definitely came and stole Christmas. You're then you welcome. got what you paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Y- y- yep. <laughs> you ordered a Christmas theft. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Fucking order an elf then, you know? Order Santa Claus yeah. if you want a little bitch to come to your house, <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you want a little cuck yeah. Grinch to come, don't <laughs> yeah. get the real Grinch. That's Molly coddling up. your son, not pouring juice on his fucking... That's visual. Like, what do you reckon <laughs> the context was? Where a guy just like... walks in and he's like, G'day, cunts, I'm the fucking Grinch. You, you little shit, come over here. Just I pour need juice to know on him. how old this son is. Like, I 24. Is he a baby? <laughs> God, I wish that there was video of this, honestly. Oh, Imagine. 85 pounds. That's a pricey Grinch. Mm. <laughs> It's not your budget, Grinch. He's yeah, serious. How much are you usually getting Grinches for? I think that's actually the standard union rate for a, for a working Grinch. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll say this. I'll say this. You get what you pay for, you know? Like, mm. you, you cut corners on your Grinch expenditure at Christmas time, and you'll always be disappointed. Oh, yeah. You know? that's so 85 true. pounds on your Grinch, uh, and he will pour some juice on the floor, put some detergent on the floor, pour some juice on your son and break some eggs and smash some cupcakes. Mm-hmm. You pay 200 pounds for a Grinch, he'll total your car. <laughs> have sex with your wife. <laughs> it will take your dog down to the dog fights. Put child pornography on your brother's computer. That guy doesn't care. <laughs> Ideally, you want the cheapest Grinch you can find because yeah. he'll yeah. ruin the least things. Oh. <laughs> really limits the impact. Five but pound then- Grinch comes in and tidies some of your dishes and then leaves. Yeah. But, yeah. He's not really qualified. But then it's like, you know. Are you even having the Grinch experience? No. And I would say no. Mm. No. Laura also said the experience advertised pictures with the kids, but she kicked the Grinch out before they could snap any pictures as she was fuming. Oh, she was fuming. She was fuming. I I left the (laughs) restaurant before they bought dessert out, and now I'm complaining I didn't have dessert. That's a you problem. Yeah. Ridiculous. Laura's delicious-looking spread. Oh, it's a bit mm. personal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> Come on, fucking... All right, so they Page invented the language. <laughs> oh, Laura completely lost. They've completely lost their control. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this spread sounds like shit. It does. <laughs> Say it out. Hurry loud. up and read the spread so I can make fun of how shit sounds it like sounds. Shit. Laura's delicious looking spread featured cookies, Grinch cupcakes, crisps, dips, and all manner of other delicious treats to have been that have been smeared across oh, her spotless living room floor. Savoys and dips have fallen over. Oh no. Like I love a a a, a crisp and a dip as much as Possibly more than most people, but to be like, yeah, chips, dips, and all manner of other delicious treats, you've really yeah, you haven't got that means you've named the best to ones. You've there, named yeah. the best ones already. Yeah. What else have you got? Some dried apricots. Fuck off. You tried to not, not dye in Britain, some blood, They can't get those in Britain green. anymore because of Brexit. Left. Never mind. Well, we've got a sale to Morocco for those. <laughs> now, yes, man, I had some French onion dip, like packet dip, the other day. That was good. I yeah. was good. fucking love French oh, onion yeah, dip. Yeah, good stuff. Mm. God damn, mm. one of the classics. Yeah, I also fuck with the uh, the corn relish dip. I was about to say I'm a corn relish Not guy. For me. Oh, love a love corn relish. Shit. Love yeah. it. Interesting. I didn't realise there was a corn relish divide on this podcast, but uh, mm. oh, right down the middle. Along the usual lines. Yeah. Yeah. How, do you, how do you feel about it, Ben? Uh, it's not really my thing oh. because I am under the age of seventy-five. <laughs> Alright, don't need to be rude. <laughs> God, hey, God. What's the um, softest <laughs> biscuit you have? I need it for my corn relish dip. <laughs> Okay, I'm have to, your I'm just... softest biscuit and your most pastoral dip, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing that we share a podcast with some people with immature palates. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. corn relish dip is an acquired taste for a <laughs> refined <laughs> sensibility. Yeah, I want that pink dip that if I put it on any of my clothes, I have to throw out my entire outfit. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, yeah. Beetroot dip? You got your beetroot dip, you got your... Uh... Taramasalata. The pink one. Mm. What the, What is the pink one? The Mystery. pink one. No mm. one's ever bought it. Oh. No, no idea. Hmm. What appears to be green icing from the cupcakes is smooshed into the wooden floor. With so dramatic. Crumbling it's a wooden floor. biscuits and crisps. Wipe it up. Scattered. Get a paper towel. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, just get out your dust buster and immediately clog it full of all of this shit. <laughs> A pink feather boa, silver tray, and what appears to be a rogue Christmas decoration also join the chaos. That rules. Get off the Grinch's case. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Fucking relax, you know? Yeah, he did what he was asked to. He did. You paid the right price, you got a great Grinch. We support workers. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm telling anyone who will listen, the Grinch understood the assignment. (laughs) 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 <laughs> so true. Oh, there's a there's one kind of egg you got to worry about in Britain, and that's the one in your fridge that the Grinch that you have hired will come in and smash on your kitchen floor. Smash on your son's head. Uh, yeah, you don't. Well, he'll wash it out with the juice. You'll be lucky if he doesn't put it up his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wild thing about the Grinch is he will keep eye contact as he puts the entire unbroken egg up into his asshole, and then. A slight clenching and it'll break inside him. It's wild mm, that he has the control. He has the control to do that. Mm. He went to one of those uh, like hundred-year-old French Grinch schools. Grinch. <laughs> 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 de Grinch. 
<laughs> Imagine if they all came out with like um, specialties, like all the like all the French chefs. I only smash yeah. eggs. That's the one thing I do perfectly. <laughs> I only don't smash eggs when I put them up in my butthole and then retrieve them. <laughs> Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunta Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg film Shooter? Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash buntavista. Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us, and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you. Uh, But there is a whole other kind of egg to worry about if you live on Turf Island. This comes to us from the Manchester Evening News. Small lump on your Christmas tree could contain, all capitals, hundreds of insect eggs. (laughs) 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 On my Christmas tree? (laughs) It's more likely than you think. Time of year? (laughs) Yeah. We need to get that looked at. Look at my small lump full of insect eggs. Well, if it starts to change colour relatively quickly, you should definitely go get the, your sack of insect eggs checked out for sure. Lanced, yeah. As soon as it starts moving independently, I think. <laughs> All Brits who have a real Christmas in their home. Bit fucking rude. Uh-huh, right okay. off the bat. Okay. Might have what do you mean by a word that? there, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Have been issued a chilling warning. Small lumps on trees could contain hundreds of insect eggs. Mm. Well, I mean, with it's any a luck tree. from the sounds of the yeah. uh, audience here. If you spot a walnut-sized cluster on your Christmas spruce... <laughs> bit personal uh, People again. with penises, check your balls. Yeah. Mm. Then you may need to dispose of it hastily. A tree owner who spotted one of the clumped eggs in his tree took to Facebook to warn fellow Brits that 100 to 200 praying mantis could be inside. Oh, that's hell yes. so many. <laughs> hell yes. <laughs> what number would have made you say, oh, that's not that bad? <laughs> 10? 15? That's a can... lot of praying mantis. Yeah. This egg could contain up to seven praying mantis. <laughs> <laughs> Posting on Facebook, Daniel wrote, If you happen to see a walnut-sized slash shaped egg mass on your Christmas tree, don't fret, clip the branch and put it in your garden. These are 100 to 200 praying mantis eggs. He's talking shit. Daniel's mm. fucking talking shit on Facebook. I can tell you that much. How do you know? He's just said, oh, there's a, there's a lump. What was he? Is he a bloody, is he an entomologist? Did he we crack it no up and count them all? Him, Did no. he count them? Did you count all of them? The fucking- entire... Everything we're told about Daniel, we're not told his uh, surname, we're not told his age, we're not told what his job is. We are told that he is a tree owner. <laughs> That's it. He's <laughs> a tree owner. owner. Daniel. That's what they would put under his name if this was on TV. You know, mm. Daniel, tree owner. Owns a tree. Uh, 
the post has since garnered over 16,000 likes and that's been shared. That's not that many. <laughs> it's not that we've done this before. That's not that many. Oh, but it's been shared 186,000 times. Oh. Bad oh. like ratio on that one, though. Yeah. Shares to likes. And we don't want to be seen uh, liking the thing. No. You, yeah, you don't want to like you it. Might, uh, I love Christmas praying mantises. <laughs> 16,000 freaks who were... who were, for me. <laughs> 16,000 freaks who were looking for 100 to 200 praying mantises of their own. Mm. Licking their lips hungrily. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> yeah, sorry, where'd you put that branch? In your garden, you said? Where do you live? What's up, it? Although it may be easy to dismiss the advice, just closing my laptop, yeah. walking away. Mm. Plenty of people left comments to say the same had happened to them. One person replied, We had a tree with one in and we didn't know until they hatched. They were everywhere. <laughs> a second person admitted, as though it was like an illicit secret yeah. they had been hiding for, for the last oh, several years. Oh, my insect ball, yes. Oh. You got me. Every time I go to confession at church, I think I'm going to tell them about the insect ball, and then I don't. They won't even let you take away the insect ball anymore. I'm SPCA, what with political correctness gone mad. The fire department won't let you point a can of hairspray at it with a lighter. (laughs) A second person admitted... That shit happened to me a few years ago. It was crazy. Went to my in-laws house, came back to a bunch of little bugs, found out they were praying mantises. That is crazy. Yeah. I agree with that person. Yeah. But also, new roommates, you know? Yeah, and, and it sounds like they're Anglican as well, so. <laughs> Prayer is good fit. Specific uh, to... Yeah, okay. the Queen invented it. Yeah. It was very cool of her. Thanks, the Queen. R.I.P. I oh, remember when she died a couple of she weeks ago. She died like a month ago now. That woman has been dead for a long time. She's entering a new phase, though, next year. That phase is decomposition. Or that phase is body <laughs> composed entirely of praying mantises. <laughs> Doesn't she have to do some sort of, like, Christmas speech? You reckon oh, they're working on a deep fake queen? Oh, no, they've, they've skipped all that shit. They've just been like, she is not doing any yeah. events for the rest of the year. I found a lump on me dead queen's corpse. I prodded it. Thousands of praying mantises came out. Full of tiny little Prince Charleses. They were. <laughs> gross. That's gross, okay? Don't say that. Some of them even dug into my son's skin. Luckily, a Grinch poured juice on yeah. him. The acidity of the juice <laughs> took care of the problem. <laughs> What's worse is that zoologist Dr. Gavin Svensson from the Cleveland Museum of Natural History confirmed warm temperatures in your lounge could accelerate the time needed for eggs to hatch. Fuck you, Dr. Gavin Svensson. Well, you think I don't want them to hatch? You think I'm a coward? Yeah. Ridiculous. What? I see him. I see him. I see him. Who's that? I see Who's him. that? Wow, it's all pointed at him. Hey, there he is. <laughs> God, I wish uh, you could hear this. Me too. Matching socks and shorts much, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed for his job at the Grinch <laughs> factory. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> well, there is a solution. 
Luckily, you just need to cut the branch off the tree and deposit it outside, away from the house. This will cause the mantis to starve and die. Yeah. Not sure that's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, it seems just kind of. Uh, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's grim. They were they were here first. They were on your Christmas tree before you took the tree into your house. Yeah, you took the tree inside, and then you, you took like, a tree oh. indoors. Hey, there's outside stuff on my inside tree. Idiots. You absolute rube. Uh, get one of those plastic Christmas trees, which I know we're not meant to be buying more plastic shit or whatever, but luckily you can just put that shit in a box every year and keep using it yeah. for 40 years. Until... Yeah. And I do. And I mm-hmm. do. And they I start to smell real weird after Kmart, a while. Kmart, 40 bucks. Yeah. 2010. We got a more expensive one because okay. our, our plastic... Cr- well, we fucking okay. go? <laughs> look, more, more expensive than the cheapest possible one. Yeah, because yeah, the cheapest one looked just terrible in your 12-foot vaulted ceiling lounge room. <laughs> Imagine. All um, the leaves falling off look terrible on your parquet floors. Yeah. No, the actual reason is that Eleanor bought a pink plastic Christmas tree. Oh. Yeah. yeah some friends of mine got a, an all-white one. Which um, going Ivanka Trump style, which is fine. And Beck, if you're listening to this, I don't think it's bad or whatever. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't feel Christmassy to me. Hmm. It's throwing you off, huh? Throwing you off your game. Yeah, I think there are like plenty of the the Christmassy Christmas things that like kind of feel weird in Australia anyway. Like I went to the movies and saw Dune, 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 Dune for the. Haven't seen it. I thought you did see it. No, we're going. Um, we're going to go this weekend. Well, don't want to spoil Caitlin anything. Caitlin proposed it. Don't want to spoil anything, but there is mm. some sand in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, don't do, tell me if do. there's worms or not, though. Couldn't couldn't say either way. I wouldn't tell you that. Uh, yeah, and so like the 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 thing that happens with cinemas now that I am not a fan of is that they just have like normal sort of TV ads. On before the movie, they'll do like a couple of previews or whatever, but they just have like straight up the same commercials that they show on TV before the movie now, like at at, at like Hoyt's cinemas and stuff. Oh, weird. Um, and and one step weirder than that is the thing that I only ever see at the movies, um, which is ads for social media. Like they have do an what? ad. They have an ad. Um, they will have an ad that is just like, you know, a 15 or a 30 second spot. And the ad is for Facebook. Yeah, Facebook's got billboard ads and shit up as well. I see it on bus stops and stuff. Yep. Or they have an ad that is for Instagram. Yeah. And I'm just like, are you are you really just trying to find the only people on earth that just are like, oh, what's this? You are trying to find Kyle, who has... Hasn't heard of either of those things, and he's out there somewhere trying in to find Kyle. And then he's going home, firing up his four eight six, and his dial up modem, trying to figure out what this Instagram caper is. You know, instant gramp. I believe I remember seeing mm. on that poster. So this should be it. Yeah. Uh, why did I start talking about ads at the movies? No, huh? what do you reckon? I <laughs> no could idea. not tell you. What do you Very reckon? far off track at this point. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, no, there was there was an ad for something and they had obviously just overdubbed an ad from another country with Australian accents and put it on because it was like uh hey, here's here's people doing Christmas time stuff and it was all just like snow 
people putting up lights outside in the snow and then standing yeah. outside in the snow and going, I love Christmas. And I'm oh, like, there's mm, some like no. Telstra ad that does that or some shit. Oh, I, I think it was, the, it was the Telstra ad. I, and I don't think it's dubbed. I think it's for the people of like uh, the one place in Australia that gets snow sometimes. That's just a little treat for them. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Uh, but yes, in terms of things that make me go, you know, that's, that's not a Christmassy vibe for me. Because here I am sweating. Yeah. It's preferred to see snow on Christmas. What you're supposed to do is just sort of sit in a swampy nest of your own making. Um, 400% humidity, Mm -hmm. 33 degrees centigrade, stuck to the recliner, making that slurp noise every time you go to the fridge, Mm. get yourself a pineapple. That's the Mm. meaning (laughs) of Christmas. Mm. Uh, speaking of the types of moisture that are coating Theo's body all throughout summer, mm-hmm. it must be time to check in and see what sort of mystery liquids we've got going on. Mystery liquid, can't tell what colour it is with a slick oily sheen. What could it mean? Mystery liquid, I see some goop that is forming a pool on the floor. Is it for? I'm gonna taste the mystery liquid. I'm gonna taste the mystery liquid. Truly is beautiful to watch a man at uh, six sixteen in the evening, shirtless in his office, eating a bowl of cereal and (laughs) dancing to one of the themes from his own podcast. What and you also eating? drinking a beer. I'm not eating cereal. Fucking Why is it soup? Oh. No, it's oh. curry. Okay, I don't know why I assumed it was cereal. You had a real I'm eating cereal look about you. <laughs> yeah. Because it's in a cereal bowl? It looks yep. like, yeah, it looks like it's not a cereal yeah. bowl. Uh, cornflakes much? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm. I am shirtless in my office, though. Yeah, that part wasn't made up. The, no. Just the conjecture was wrong. Uh, this is a story from Hawaii News Now. Andrew is making a hell of a face... At this point, are you reading ahead? No, I'm. I'm looking at something unrelated that's upsetting me. Um, oh. I just, I just had to go to Sydney for for work, like just overnight. Mm. And like, uh, while I was there, I was just like, I've never, never once in all the time I've been in Sydney. Like, I, I used to go there more like when I was much younger for more touristy reasons and stuff, you know. And you'd be like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. I'm in the, I'm in the big smoke. Look, there's a there's the bridge or whatever, but yeah. never was I ever like, fuck. I would love to live there, mm. and that was that was all just reinforced for me again. Uh-huh. Like driving to and from the airport, where you're like, no, thank you. Oh, no, that you, drive sir. is a fucking ugh, horrible. The train's not bad though. The train to and from the airport's bad. Except right. it costs you forty dollars to hop off at that station. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I mean the the Brisbane fucking it's yeah, but at trains. least it's a length of. It's a different length of track. That's true. It is a special track. Special track. Mm. Just for us. A friend of the show, uh, Phoebe Paradise. Mwah, mwah. Mwah, 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 mwah. Phoebe Paradise. Uh, has just posted a screenshot of an Instagram account called Karen's Diner Sydney. Oh, it's the one where the staff are rude to you. Great burgers oh. and rude service. For Whoa. the love of Karen... Don't ask to speak to a manager. And you can go to bemorecaron.com to figure that out. They have a little picture here that says, um, tick the box. This year I have been naughty, not ticked, nice, not ticked, a Karen, big red tick. 
Imagine being a Karen, guys. That's crazy. I don't, I don't get this concept in the mm. first place, and they've somehow made it worse. Is it like yeah, have they got it... a have they got like a PO box I can send some stuff to? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know the second ad pressure cooker. <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's another photo of like uh one of those. Wait, no, that would go to the PO box. Sorry, I want to take that back. I don't want you to blow up the post office. <laughs> There's another photo they have of like one of those signs, the the cheap signs, like the box lights that you slide the letters into mm. to make make a little inspirational message and it says, mm-hmm. Don't bother asking. But like if this year you've been naughty nice or a uh, Karen, do you like is it is, do the people going there want to be a Karen or is everybody you, there no, a no, Karen and what? that's bad? You get to be a Karen back. I think the oh. idea is that oh, what? Um, Oh, it's sorry. I'll I'll explain. It's sort of a concept called forced fun. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Now, imagine you work in HR for a large company, and you're there forty hours a week, and you do nothing else, except you get really fucked up drunk on Friday nights with some people that you work with that you kind of hate, and then you spend the rest of the time rewatching the American Office and Parks and Rec, alternating. So your life is empty. Mm. Uh, you have no thoughts of your own, no emotions that you really experience other than boredom, apathy, and occasionally rage. Mm. Uh, so to break you out of that, you go to these novelty hospitality places where you get to go and order like a whatever the fuck these people eat, and then you be a Karen, and they're a Karen back to you. And that's forced fun. That's a fun that you can have yeah. to try and pretend that your life isn't a fucking so void just, of nothing. Can you just go in there and like call them a dumb cunt? Is that like <laughs> like what the what are the parameters here? Yeah, hey, you, I'm fucking your husband. <laughs> <laughs> you come in, you come in and uh, and they say, "Do you have a reservation?" You say, "Fuck you." I don't need yeah, a reservation. Yeah. Fuck you. You start your smashing the eggs on the I've floor. Got, I've got my you reservation juice over. right here. Your son? <laughs> just like, Where is your son? Slapping a here's lead um, pipe in my hand. <laughs> all right, here's a, here's a bit more information. Uh, this will be the most fun you've had eating burgers. Ever. You know, Theo, how you love to be shouted at by a woman? <laughs> I mean, sure. Well, yes, but that's generally in a different context. And that's <laughs> okay. Like... So for, for complete fairness and, and for having all the information context, how tall are they? <laughs> are they holographic? And foot? are they 60 foot tall? <laughs> how many of they them? Do they, do they all look like the big lady from Resident Evil 7 or whatever it is? Uh, about Karen's. Karen's isn't interactive diner nope. um, I'm sliding mm. the gun barrel into my mouth yeah <laughs> also, all diners yeah, are all interactive, diners are interactive. Yeah. you, you go with your friends and you don't talk to anyone else but your friends you say hey mate yeah I'm doing good thanks hey I'll just I'll get the cheeseburger and a beer cheers thank you and that, that's the interaction that you've had and it's very pleasant mm. ben, ben loves a pleasant interaction don't you I do love a pleasant you interaction <laughs> love it they're lovely is an interactive diner and an absurdly fun experience. At Karen's, you will be greeted and waited upon by rude waiters who in return are expecting to y- for you to give it full Karen. A place where you can complain <laughs> until the cows come home because we literally don't care. You can expect good food, good fun and a dining experience like you've never had before. Let us know if it's your birthday, if your name is Karen, and for the love of Karen, don't ask to speak to the manager. But it does also say, ask to speak to the manager, we dare you. So I can't tell what they what they want to happen. It's a super Karen. Mm. It's a Karen that's 30 foot tall. Oh, so you're in luck, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ben, you were 100% right. 
the people who put this together are the fine people over at Viral Ventures. Oh. Technology-fueled oh, a- hospitality. This is what the show oh. is now for the rest of the, the evening. Uh, yep. There are other pop-up brands. Hot Tub Cinema Club. Ball oh. Pit Party. Oh. No. oh, the Ball Pit one. I bet that place smells so good. The Alice, which is, I think, just a, a bar that is Alice in Wonderland yeah. themed. Uh, I think this is all an elaborate way to get out of having to actually like do um, service and make good food. If like everything you bring out is dog shit and someone goes, I'd like to complain. They go, oh, oh ring the <gasps> complaining alarm. Oh. Oh. You're like, no, think- I'm serious. This is inedible. Uh, put, your, put your complaint on a uh, on a... Little puck and slide it down to the other end of the uh, whatever the fuck that is alleyway or whatever because you're at Sliders, the curling bar. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think we uh, we touched on this both uh, on the the episode of this podcast that uh, Fever Paradise was on, and also the episode of Fever Paradise's podcast that I was on. That like a really good um, sort of out there crazy idea for like a virally successful hospitality venture is to just have a bar or a restaurant or a cafe that's quite good. Like yeah. the, the every like the staff are good at what they do and it's a nice atmosphere and it's cool to be in and the the food tastes good. No, that's hard. What if we um what if we made it um solo themed? <laughs> there was a Does fucking anyone um, like these? go in and get your cut your, your tongue cut off. <laughs> there was a tinsel themed bar that opened in either South Bank yeah, or South Yeah, I remember Brisbane that. that. I remember was, that. The photos were fucking depressing. Yeah, we talked about City. that, didn't we? Oh, that we one makes well sense because it's just set up for people to take Instagram it was just pictures. Literally, yes. uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Hey, um, can I can I just do like a one to two minute insanity round here, just real quick? <laughs> oh, yes. as long as it's only yes, one please. to two minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm gonna give to you the menu of Karen's Diner. Oh, oh they okay. didn't seem names or names, they got, aren't they? <clears throat> Here we go. Names of the burgers. The basic Karen. Karen's American cousin. The I want to see the manager Karen. The fiery Karen. Karen's got real beef. Royale Karen. Karen's best breast. Deep fried Karen. What? Country Karen. The vegan Karen. Oktoberfest Karen. Uh, then we move on to beverages. Karen's Thick Shakes. Karen's Cold Tinnies and Bottles. Karen's Signature Cocktails. The Spicy Karen. The City Karen. Karen After Dark. The CEO Karen. The Nutty Karen. The 90s Karen. The Sour Karen. The Tropical Karen. Karen's Melons. <laughs> the Passionate Karen. Karen's Shooters. And these are named. The Music Is Too Loud. I've Been Waiting 10 Minutes For Some Service. You've Just Lost My Business. And The Potty Karen. I, okay, at least up until the last one, which is very confusing. Mm. At least the shots were called like a thing. Yeah, you know, they like made there jokes. Was a, yeah. There was but a joke there. Very yeah, uncreative. A copywriter got paid a hundred thousand dollars a year to write this. I can uh, tell you that much. Literally, just naming every burger and every cocktail the Karen. Yeah, and with a qualifying statement. Have a ham sandwich called "I want to speak to the hammerger." You know? yeah. Put something in there. Do something. The country one, they could have spelled it cunt, you know? Yeah, that I mean that's a bit strong, but yeah, they the yeah. cunt of the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well it's also inconsistent. Karen's churros ice cream Sunday, Karen's waffle. But then the sides are like loaded cheesy beef brisket fries. 
Why well, do all these places have like American style food? Like all novelty places have oh, like waffle that's, fries. Uh, that's the food now. It, it's the food trend from ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, so they're doing it now because these people. Um, remember that thing I was saying about how the sorts of people that would go to this place have no internal life and no mm. experiences, and they're just sort of mindless husks repeating the same tasks over and over and over again without having any new thoughts or emotions. Uh, the people that make them are also exactly the same. Yeah. Right. Just just grow up, you know? You're over 30. Get an, get an alcohol problem. Yeah. This is just sad. Go to a, like <laughs> Go a to nice a wine bar, bar and like spend the same amount of money on a yeah, nice wine, a pretend nice to know wine. about it. Let it breathe. Yeah. So important. So important. <laughs> Don't fucking spend a fucking dumbass tax to pay 30% more to go to a place where someone's like, hey, enjoy your meal. Not, and then you say back, <laughs> shut the fuck up, you annoying bitch. And they say, sir, that is actually way out of, yeah, that's out too, of you cannot <laughs> say, say that. that. You can't say that. You are too rude for Karen's. Please leave. What if you get there? And no like refunds. The, what if you get there and the entire meal and experience is, is normal and as you're leaving, they say, we hope you enjoyed your visit. Psych. <laughs> You've been <laughs> karen You've been pranked. There are the cameras. Ugh. So anyway, that's why I was making that face. Back to Mystery right. Liquid News from Hawaii yeah. News Now. From Not Hawaii, Hawaii News, News tomorrow. Before. No, Hawaii no. News Now. No future Hawaiian news. Uh, now, Lucy, tell me if I'm pronouncing this correctly. Um, mm-hmm. A stream in YPO? Yeah. Smelled like beer. An investigation into a strange spill ensued. Somebody spilled their beer. That was probably it. A stream in YPO has been contaminated by runoff containing high amounts of drinking alcohol. Why news now has learned. The state health department is now investigating the spill from a storm pipe next to the H2 freeway. The state department of transportation, which owns the pipe, <laughs> told the... <laughs> Good for them. Hey, stop mm. fucking around with my pipe. Get away hey, from that. What are you doing with my pipe? Get out of there. Uh, told the DOH that the spill came from Paradise Beverages, which owns a warehouse across the freeway from the spill site. Earlier this week, the storm drain, located on the Diamond Head side of the H2 near Kauka Boulevard, gushed out the contaminated water, even though it hasn't rained for days. The water flows into a creek that empties over a cliff into a gulch about 100 feet down. (laughs) A hiker who took photos of the runoff last week said the whole area reeked of beer. The other day we came here... You would think it was a beer pub that hadn't opened its doors for three or four days, said environmental activist Carol Cox. Uh, classic well, beer pub. That's <laughs> so beer pub. Hey, heading down to the beer pub, do you guys want anything? <laughs> I'll have a beer. I'm not sure if they got that. <laughs> Hawaiian News Now tested a sample of water with an independent laboratory, FQ Labs, which found that as much as 1.2% of the water was alcohol. <laughs> oh, is, that a, is that enough to do anything for you? Well, it's about a third of a forex gold. Sure. So Just have like, three. So like a third of it is beer. Yeah. Or so some sort of some sort of precursor to beer. By my maths, two hundred and seventy percent of that is ice cold beer. <laughs> 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 the water also contains sugar, about point zero four percent of its content. So Paradise delicious beer. Mm. Paradise Beverages, the state's largest distributor of liquor and alcoholic beverages, said it still isn't sure what's causing the spill. Could have come from anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. We're all trying to find the guy who did this. That There's could be anyone's beer, beer water. Underneath us? Strange. You should ask oh, so her. You followed, uh, you followed the beer-smelling water from the creek up through the pipe, across the road, 
and you just happen to find us. It's probably All the guy the way behind us. <laughs> it might it might be the dentist across the street. You don't know. You don't know who it is. <laughs> Quote, right now we've had the Department of Transportation come in with their representatives and we're dealing with them. And we've also been contacted by the Department of Health, said Anthony Rowe, the, Depar- the company's director of operations. Quote, it may be coming from us. So that's why we're working with the proper authorities. You fucking reckon? Yeah, you maybe. <laughs> The Department of Health said the storm drain is no longer leaking polluted water. It's disturbing. It makes you want to pull your hair out. And I don't have much left, said Cox. (laughs) It's a a strange detail. I guess maybe if he was interviewed for TV. uh, She? She was interviewed for TV, sorry. Uh, Yeah, probably making a little joke. Doesn't really translate to the written word. Carol, I, oh, Andrew, I love that I can see that you are Googling Carol <laughs> Cox at this point. Well, Carol's a, a man's name as well, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, no. I guess so. Oh, I guess any sort of name can be anyone's name. Yeah. can be these days with bloody political correctness. Carol Cox, Carol Cox appears to be a man. Oh, Carol Cox. Oh. And he is visibly balding. All right. Oh, yep. okay. Well, he was, he wasn't then. lying. He wasn't well, now lying. this joke scans for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Because, look, here's, here's something you may not know. A podcast, it's an audio medium. Yeah, so, it's certainly um, true. So, like, you really are relying on us for as much information as possible to interpret the jokes of Hawaiian environmental activist Carol Cox. Mm. I'm sorry for yeah. misgendering you, Carol. And I've Googled Carol Cox and I've gotten the um, Twitter account HeadSewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, says, I am the original and very first woman to ever have a website on the internet, and I'm still going strong. Uh, first post there is a retweet. Uh, coronavirus, how to stay safe dogging. Okay. Yeah. Put, oh, a, put a little mask wow. over your penis. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, we've actually, we've got an impromptu. We've got an impromptu lead pipe segment here. Can I, can I hit you with it? Yeah. Sure, sir. Okay, here we go. Exclusive from Hawaii News Now, environmental activist Carol Cox attacked by masked men. Oh. Environmental activist Carol Cox said he was attacked by two masked men armed with a lead pipe as he investigated what? illegal what dumping fuck? and questioned leases in Kale Oh no. I don't know where you're looking. Ka- Kalale Loa, maybe. Yeah. Hey, Co- you've been asking too many questions around here. <laughs> Bonk. Cox suffered Bonk. injuries to his arm and a gash to his head. Jesus. Uh, I can see there's, there's video here of somebody closing up the big fucking hole in his scalp. Uh, it was treated for bruises and a deep cut to his head at Palimomi Medical Center. The pipe hit, the pipe hit me here that, the, that the guy was wailing on, and I have an injury here on my head, about a three to four centimeter crack, said Cox. The intent was not to injure me, but to actually kill me. The attack occurred oh around God. 3.30 Tuesday afternoon while Cox was sitting in his parked car. He said two men wearing hoodies and a white mask in separate cars that had missing license plates pulled up alongside him. One of them began to swing a metal pipe at him and he was hit on the head. The blow was partially blunted by Cox who used his arm to shield himself. 
Cox he said got he too was, close to the truth. He was mm. in the area to do a follow-up investigation into illegal dumping and questionable leases on land owned by the State Department of Hawaiian Homelands. Wow. He believes the attack is linked to his inquiries. He's got to be careful with this, this beer stream. I'm Where worried. Where is this article from? I've been digging at this a long time for many years. I've never had a physical assault or threat. This is the first time, he said. But Cox said the incident isn't going to stop him from digging deeper. And that's breaking news from 2014. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hopefully Paradise Beverages doesn't fucking come after him. They sound powerful. I'm worried for Carol. Well, we might have to Aaron Brockovich on his behalf. Yeah. Like get dressed up sexy. We might have to get <laughs> sexy. Yeah. You saying we might have to become sexy paralegals? Is that what you're saying to me? Is that I'll the do plot? it. Are you Just, getting? That's what I took <laughs> away from Aaron Brockovich. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Punta Vista getting sexy for. <laughs> are you? Are you, are you combining the plots to Aaron Brockovich and Pretty Woman? No, <laughs> she no like um like her her using her sexy feminine wiles. I'm pretty sure that's a. A relevant aspect. Oh, because you're because you're sapiosexual. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that she's, makes sense. She's like, I'm going to night school. I'm like, oh, <laughs> ooh, Aaron Brockovich, baby. <laughs> what an mm. absurd ending to this episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, just traditionally, if we have deployed the lead pipe theme, it means that we're about to list off things that we would like to attack with a lead pipe. So just for full clarity, we do not wish harm upon Carol. Carol Cox, no. not at all. I wish Carol hadn't been piped, and I hope I hope he's been free from piping ever since. Yeah, hmm. I hope so too. Jesus Christ. I hope he's delivering, could, delivering the pipings. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Legal. If we're doing, if we're doing, um, activism. If we're doing the pipe In list, Minecraft. though, um, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to nominate um, Spot, the horrible puppy. Oh, the dogs? Oh, come on now. Have you been... Is Finn into the spot books? Is that what's he's happening He's here? in the spot books. And spot does not... He does not have any respect. He's a bit badly um, behaved, mm. but that's that's how he learns when someone hits him with a rolled up no, newspaper. he's not learning. We, he's, he's, had a, he's had so many chances. In the one book, um, Mother Spot... Uh, Sally, for those mm. spot heads. Spot heads, um, She's trying Can't to drive a tree. <laughs> And he's he's not helping. He's sitting on the tree and he's going. Why is that? Jingle bells, jingle bells. He's not helping. Why is that? Uh, in another one, he um, she's erecting the tree inside, uh, and he's tearing it down, looking for his present ahead of time. It's Christmas Eve. It's not Christmas. Um, on the next page, he's opening the door for carol singers, the worst people on earth. Oh no! Not to be um, confused with Carol Cox, yeah. <laughs> most wonderful person on earth. Mm. And Carol uh, might who sing, got piped but that's unrelated. Singing. Yeah, um, he's no good. Hmm. Um, he he will not learn. Can and I, I think at this point his behavioural problems are an issue. Can I just uh, can I piggyback off that and say uh, <laughs> I am adding to the lead pipe list every single subject of a Mister Men book. Yeah, all of them. Are they, you, yeah, but are you saying all of the Mister Men, the the titular Mister Men of the Mister yep. Men books? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying Mr. Strong. I'm saying Mr. Silly. Yeah, the Mr. Man. I'm saying Mr. Yeah. Tickles. Yeah. Every, Mr. every one of them. That's every right. one of the them. Mr. Can get it. What about, what yeah, about Mrs. the Mrs. Men? Um, I don't little little Mrs. Mrs. Glossy Mrs. Can Naughty or get the pipe. Mrs. Slutty or whoever <laughs> used to be on like Supre t-shirts. <laughs> Mrs. Bitch. <laughs> Mrs. Busty. She's getting the pipe. All right, Mr. Uppity. 
and Mr. Greedy, pipe, yeah. Mr. Yeah, Nosy, yeah. oh, Mr. Bump has already been lead piped. <laughs> That's how he got that bump. You want to know how I got this bump? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Rude, you have got to go. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get Mr. Cool, he's out. You, Mr. Perfect, not for long. <laughs> the problem Gonna is if I can fight club your face, bro. <laughs> The problem is that, uh, yeah, you read the Mr. Men books and you're like, uh, number one, these are all boring and extremely, extremely badly written and everybody in them is a piece of shit. Mm. Yeah. Are they British books? Probably. Uh, Roger Hargraves? Got to be. And, um, and also, your kid's reading this and thinking, oh, this is normal. Yeah. It's I should be bossy. To be yeah. a guy called Mr. Wrong, who has a flower <laughs> pot on his head because he fundamentally misunderstands the purpose of objects. <laughs> my, my arms should look like that. What are the right. characteristics of Mr. Impossible? <laughs> who the fuck's that? It's, it's, the, it's the 25th book in the Mr. Men series um, about him. Wonderful. Uh, color, purple. Shape, horizontal oval. Gender, male. Personality. Visionary, futuristic, imaginative, wise, hundred to one, hero. Uh, job. Oh, he's Elon Musk. Doing impossible things that no one else can do. Mm. Oh. He has magic powers and uses his powers to motivate people. Okay. I don't know. funny at all. Oh. He sounds like a bitch. Yeah. Can I please? <laughs> sounds like a lot of hard work. Tell you Mr. Impossible names, Mr. Impossible's name in a few different languages. I got one. Let's go. And Monsieur Incroyable. Unser Herr Unmoglich. Menir Unmoglich. Yeah. Vetter Umelig. Herr Freilter. Herr Omegeliger. And Herr Umelig. Oh, and Pan Nemochewek. <laughs> Just who who wants to hang out with any of these motherfuckers? Mr. Worry. Oh, what a what a fun guy to hang out with. Mr. Yeah, Fussy. Who, who would hang out with Mr. Worry? How about yeah, go see Mr. Mr. Therapist? Friends with. <laughs> oh, Theo. Mr. <laughs> oh no, I accidentally moved into a share house with Mr. Lazy and Mr. Messy. Fuck this. I hate Mr. Topsy Turvy. All over the place. Mr. Silly seems to fill a similar role. Mm. As Mr. Wrong as well. Seems like Terrible. there are a few double-ups here. And we can confirm, of course, 100% British. Of course. Mr. Good's all right, though. Yeah, it's but he's always, he's always rubbing it in everyone's face. Mm. Mr. Good, not bad. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Well, I believe that's it for this episode. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for listening. Um, try not to be so British if you are. You know? <laughs> Sorry. Yep. And uh, I guess the main takeaway from this episode that we really want you to just internalize is um, if you hired a Grinch, you're getting Grinch business. Shut the fuck up about it. Buy the Grinch ticket, take the Grinch ride. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn right. See you next time. Bye. Bye.